Um, we are very grateful and thankful that you guys are here today. Today is a good day, amen? You know, I love that song, Good God Almighty. He is good, and he's good all the time. No matter, I want you guys to realize that and understand that. And we say it, and we say it, and we say it. But there's some things as you walk through it, I'm telling you, God is going to be faithful to you. He, he will never give up on you. Amen? Some other people may give up on you, but he won't ever give up on you. So we are glad you guys are here. We are wonderful. I mean, it's going to be a wonderful word today. I am believing what Melissa said, that, you know, we may be dry or we're at that place where we're watered today. I'm already got that water going. I've drank one bottle. I'm probably working on another, but... Uh, but it's going to be able to good. So Mark and Cynthia, you guys, let's give them a great big warm welcome, and we're glad you guys are here to share this morning with us. We bless you, and we thank you very much. Turn it over to you guys. Thank you so much. Well, <clears throat> just before we start, let's, let's give honor to your pastors. Let's, like, let's, show them, uh, you know, let's, let's show them some love here. You know? um, I really feel the Lord wants to honor them before we even start. You know, um, You know, we love them. We love who they are. We love what, they've, uh, what they stand for, that they love Jesus. You know, and really feel that the Lord is just, wants to, just wants to just pour out some love on them before we start. Um, you know, I, I see them as, as people who are uh, the faithfulness of God in them. It's like, it's like an anchor in the ground and nothing can stop them. You know, there's a word that... Uh, Paul talked about in 2 Corinthians 12, 12, and it's, you know, when he was talking about the signs of an apostle, you know, are, you know, um, some of the signs are signs, wonders, and miracles, and, but there's something before that he says, and it's, it's patience, and that word patience is uh, hupomino. Hupomino in Greek means um, somebody who's able to stick it out. It's the stickability, being able to stick something out beyond whatever the enemy throws at you. And it's that, that gift, being able to stay in a place, and no matter what happens, knowing that God is going to bring you through and, 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 and bring you the victory. And, you know, I see that in, in your pastors, that they have that hupomino, that gift, that, that gift of an apostle who is able to stand in a place, stay in a place, believe God for things, and to see them, to see them come true. You know, so we give glory and honor uh, to God, and we, uh, we just lift up your pastors, and we speak that strength. We speak that strength over them right now. We thank you, Lord, for strength. And, we, and even right now, we just speak that, uh, that supernatural strength over them, supernatural strength over them. I thank you, Lord, that, that, that they are in your hands, that you have them, Lord, that you're doing even a new thing in them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for that encouragement, that, that encouragement, Lord. I thank you, Father, that you're pouring out on them, pouring out through them, I thank you, Father, strengthening from the inside, strengthening them in their inner man. I thank you, Lord. We just, we just worship you and bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You know, the Lord was, when Pastor was saying, who's got a word from the Lord? You know, I, I loved hearing people give the word, but he also spoke Psalm 138.8, that he is perfecting all that concerns you. Amen. There's some of you that came in today like those cares were on you, and, and he says, I am perfecting those things. So when those things come to your mind and try to distract or try to hinder the blooming and the opening, no, God has perfected this. God is working this out for good. So whoever that's for, just take it this morning. Psalm 138.8, God is perfecting all that concerns Amen. you today. Amen. 
Amen. Well, welcome to Pentecost Sunday. Amen. Woo! Woo! We welcome the Holy Spirit in this place. You know, as we were stirring ourselves up and praying in the Holy Spirit like we always do on the way to minister, you know what he said? I'm already there. I'm already there, and I'm just waiting on you. He was waiting on you to get here this morning. You know, as we remember the disciples, Jesus told those disciples, you go to that upper room and wait for me there, and and you're going to receive a gift. And I was thinking of them, wow, they're, they're up there in that upper room. They're waiting on the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is gone. It's not like they're just, they're sitting there waiting. What's next, Holy Spirit? Whatever, well, not Holy Spirit. What's, what's next, Jesus? And then he sends the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about Holy Spirit today because he's such a gift. And he is here this morning to fill you, to fill this room. He's in this place. And he not only wants to fill this place, he wants to fill you so full that you are overflowing today. And we've heard that this morning. And, you know, today we want to talk about walking in the fire of the Holy Ghost. Walking in the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, as we go around and minister, that's one thing we see. We need the body of Christ to rise up. We need every one of you to rise up in the fullness of the power of the Spirit of the living God. It can't just be one or two flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. It's all of us. We are the body. You have such a supply of the Spirit of God that is needed in this hour. And so today, let the Lord just encourage you. Let him stir you up today. Let him do something in you. Let him fill you afresh. Let him refresh you today. Just receive everything you need. If you've been dry and weary, he is going to refresh you. If you've been lacking fire, he's going to flame that fire up today. Let him do in you what he needs to do. You know, they sang it this morning, and great job, worship team. Thank you for those anointed songs. But in Hebrews 12, 29, it says, God is a consuming fire. And that's not something scary. That's something good because he's for us. He's against our enemy. And he is a consuming fire. And we just want him to be, we want to be so wrapped up in that consuming fire, that consuming flame of love today, and let him do what he wants to do. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, Holy Spirit is here. You know, we can... We can feel his presence, and we can't do really anything <laughs> of worth without him. And, you know, as we were, uh, you know, praise and worshiping, you can feel the presence of the Lord. You know, that's, we, we've set the atmosphere. The atmosphere has been set, and then the presence of the Lord just comes in, you know, and he's here right now. And then he wants to just show his glory. He wants to, he wants to exhibit his glory. And so that's what we're, we're in that presence right now, and he wants to show up because that's who God is. And we see God's demonstration of who He is right through the Bible in, in manifestations of, of, of fire or power, uh, empowerment, you know. And uh, so let's look at, first of all, in the Old Testament, before we get to the exciting verse of the day, you know, in, in Acts, I can't wait to get there, but let's go to, uh, to Exodus, uh, in Exodus 3. And we see here Moses, and Moses is just, well, let's read it first of all. Uh, so in Exodus 3, verse 3, it says, Now Moses was pastoring the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blaze of fire from the midst of a bush. And here we have like Moses just doing what he did on a normal day, going about his normal business. And suddenly this bush uh, catches on fire. And it could be that there possibly would have been, maybe, in that area, in the desert area, 
bushes that had gone on fire before. Um, you know, there could have been situations where things have, you know, it's a hot climate, it's a, it's a dry desert, but this was something different. This was something different that wasn't consuming the bush, and, and Moses was intrigued. And you see, um, it's important to know that Moses was rejected before this happened, you know? And so, and so don't let, you know, rejection in your life, pa the past events in your life, stop you or hinder you from receiving all that God has for you. Because when God calls you, He sees you, and He calls you, and He knows you. He knows you. He's seen you in the future, achieving everything and doing everything what He has planned for you to do. He has confidence in you, and He loves you, and He knows what you can do because He made you. <laughs> and so we see here in the bush, you know, that, that uh, suddenly the Lord, you know, appears uh, in the bush. And, and it says, he, And He looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire, yet the bush was not being consumed. You see, when the supernatural happens... It's way beyond our mind. It doesn't make sense in our mind. It goes way beyond what we can think, hope, imagine, or dream. Logically, we think something's on fire. It must be destroying. No, but here, Moses has seen something that doesn't compute with his mind because the spirit is overriding the mind. And, and, and your spirit will take you to places that your mind cannot take you to. The Holy Spirit in us is taking us and wants us to see things through our spirit, man, rather than work things out in our mind. And so as we start to see things in our spirit, then our spirit will tell our mind to come into line and we'll start to see things differently. And so the Holy Spirit then, there's a, there's a whole thread from, from the Old Testament right through to the New Testament of the Holy Spirit working in and through. And, and you know, uh, when we see that, uh, those scriptures coming up. But... So in verse, uh, in verse 3, it says, um, So Moses said, I must turn aside and see this marvelous sight, why the bush is not burning up. When God turns up, everything in your life compels you to see him. Everything in your being wants to be close, wants to be there, wants to be, you know. So nothing is going to stop Moses from turning away. He is in this moment of seeing the Lord in this, in, you know, he's trying to work out in his mind, but, but, but he's being drawn by, the, by, uh, by, the, by God right now. And he's compelled not to move, but to be in that position because God positions us. He positions us to receive everything that he wants to get to us. And he will go to extraordinary lengths to do supernatural things, to stop us in our tracks, to get the goodness of God to us. And so here's Moses totally uh, fixated and, 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 and in the presence of the Lord. He's in the presence of the Lord right now. And, and the first thing that, that God says is like, you know, take off your shoes. This is the, 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 the Lord speaking to him and say, you're on holy ground. You know, we're, we're on holy ground right now. We're in, in his presence right now. And we've got to just, just acknowledge and respect that we come in, when we come into the house of the Lord, that were on holy ground and in, in his presence. In Deuteronomy 33, 16, it says, With the best gifts of the earth and its bounty and the favor of the one who appeared or dwelt in the burning bush. And that word dwelt means Shekinah or Shekinah. 
And here we see it was the Shekinah glory of God in the bush. The Shekinah glory that God was, was expressing himself uh, in a way that was alluring and, and uh, attracting. And, and, you know, here we see like just Moses being lured under the power of God and, and, and being, uh, being filled up in his presence. And then he says, um, so, uh, and when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God, uh, God called to him in the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near and move your sandals from your feet for the place of which you are standing is holy ground. And then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You know, God here is expressing himself that he is the living God, the God of, the God of Isaac, Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's a living God. He is here for us. He is moving uh, in and through us. And it's his demonstration of the goodness in us that will propel us into our destiny. You see, God has got a plan and a purpose for each one of our lives, and he wants to get us to that place. And he will do, again, extraordinary things to get us into position because he's about to catapult us and, and, and about to do extraordinary things in our life. God is, 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 is positioning this church. He's positioning you. He's positioning your families to receive from him uh, from, a, from supernatural events, from, from supernatural circumstances. So don't be, um, you know, if, if the Lord appears or if, if something... The Lord speaks to you, maybe in your workplace or at home, you know, get ready because he's about to launch you. He's about to launch this church and catapult it into areas, into the supernatural for you to receive the blessing of God. Amen. Amen. We can hear the Lord calling us out of the fire today, just like he spoke to Moses out of the fire. He's speaking to us out of the fire today. The fire of his spirit, you, the fire of the Holy Ghost, the power of God. He has such a, he loves us so much. He's drawing us to himself this morning. And you know, Jesus told the disciples in Acts 1.8, he said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes yeah. upon you and Amen. you will be my witnesses to the mm. ends of the earth. And that is what he needs us today to receive that power of the Holy yes. Spirit. And if you've not received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking with other tongues, today is your day to receive that. If you need a fresh touch of the fire of God, today is your day to receive just everything. If you need to fan, fan the flame of fire, let him do that in you today. Whatever he needs to do in you, he knows, and let him do that. You know, Deuteronomy 9.3 says God goes before us as yes, a consuming amen. fire. Amen. He covers us before he goes before us, and he covers us from behind. Amen. Remember in the children of, of, um, when the children of Israel were being led by Moses through the wilderness, amen. and the Lord appeared to them in a pillar, a cloud by day and fire by night. And, and they were led by that, that cloud and that fire. They wouldn't go anywhere else but where the cloud, when the cloud lifted and went, they followed. And when the cloud stayed and the fire was there, they stayed. But you know what? We each have a personal fire of the Holy Ghost. On that day of Pentecost, over 2,000 years ago, when the Holy Ghost, when the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh, Every single person received a gift of the Holy Spirit, their own personal fire. And that is what we're talking about, walking in the power of the Spirit of God, walking in the leading of the Spirit of the living God, walking in that fire, excuse me, not fire, I don't know what that is, fire. 
Um, excuse me for my croaky voice. We went on a hike out at Western Australia. We went uh, Western Australia. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. We went all the way out to Western Oklahoma. Let me let me settle down. Okay, I'll settle down. Settle down. We went all the way out to Western Oklahoma. We went to the Black Mesa, and we did this eight-mile hike, 8.4-mile hike. It was beautiful. So if you got enough rain out here, pray it out to the Panhandle because they desperately need it. But it was a beautiful, like, hot day. And then the next day, all of a sudden, it was, like, freezing cold out there. And all of a sudden, my voice just got creaky. So all is well. Don't worry. I'm not sick. It's just a, a hoarse sound in my voice. But we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and you are not your own? And in 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, know, you, know ye not that you are the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwells in you. See, we now are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We now get to carry the fire of God. In the Old Testament, they carried the presence of God. They carried the fire of God in the ark of God. And they walked around with it and they had to be careful with it. But you know what? Now we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We carry the presence of God. Holy Spirit wants to come in you and dwell in you. He wants to live in you. He wants to move in you. He wants to have his being in you. So let's open up to him today that he, he can do what he wants to do. Amen. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's talk about like the day of Pentecost, which is today. And I'm going to come down here because uh, I feel I've got to get down here because it's Pentecost Sunday and the fire of God is moving in this place. So in, uh, in Acts 2, it says, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Ooh. The day of Pentecost had come. They were all together in one place. Jesus had just ascended, and he said, Wait in Jerusalem until, not, not many days from now, until the Holy Spirit comes. And here they are waiting. Ten days goes by, and they're waiting. They're in the upper room. They're they're, they're in prayer. They're together. They're in one accord. They're in a place of expectancy. They're in a place of like any minute now, you know, Jesus could come. You know, they were expecting just, you know, Jesus to manifest in whatever form, whatever, you know, whatever way uh, to him, for him to manifest. So here they are expecting. And then it says, and suddenly, and suddenly, Hallelujah. you know, uh, Something that happened extraordinary, out of the blue, something that happened unexpectedly, they were taken aback when suddenly this rushing wind comes. So it says, a noise like a violent wind, a rushing wind came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Can you imagine them waiting in anticipation and this wind comes and, and the wind isn't just a wind, it's, it's, it's an overpowering um, flow, it's a, it's a powerful noise, it's a rushing, it's, a, it's something that, that, that they have never heard before, but it's something that, that fills them, it fills the room, they're, they're, they're just in awe, there's an expectation of what is about to happen and the Holy Spirit comes in that place and and, you know, it fills that room, and, and they are just overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed in his presence. Um, that wind that was blowing, the wind that was blowing is like a breath. You know, when Jesus blew on his disciples in John 20, 22, that breath was for, was for life. It was a breath of life for them. It was, a, it was like an inward, an inward filling 
for them to, to just to, to live life now in the kingdom. And so we see now, after the, the, the wind is filling the room, it says, a pillar of fire appeared before them. So this pillar of fire appears. And it's like, it's like the same pillar that led the Israelites out of Egypt. That pillar, pillar of fire by night, pillar of cloud by day. And, and here it is, that pillar of fire standing right in front of them. And it breaks off into individual, um, the individual believers and rests upon their heads. And, you know, here we have like this, this example of the pillar of fire being an example that, that they're coming out of um, the bondage. They're coming out of the bondage uh, of Israel, and it's uh, separating, uh, separating them from, from dead religious structures into the life of the Holy Spirit, into the freedom of the Holy Spirit. How many people are glad that we've come out of dead religious structures? We've come out of dead religious churches, that we've sat in places for years and years and years, and the yearning within us wanted something to happen. There's something that desired within us for, for something to, to fill that, that, that gap inside us, but we couldn't fulfill it because it was a dead religious church. But now... Because of the Holy Spirit, we're filled. We have, we have the, the answers to life. We now have, uh, you know, the, 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 the leading of the Holy Spirit to lead us that, which way that He wants to lead us. He'll speak to us and guide us. And here this demonstration happens that, that, they're, um, that they're being set free. In Romans 8.15 it says, And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty or that slavery leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. Come on. We're all filled with the spirit of full acceptance. We're fully accepted in the body. We're fully accepted. Uh, you know, we, we, have, we have Jesus. We have the, a body of Christ. We have, we have those brothers and sisters around us who are welcoming us into a family now. And we're not going back into a place of, of slavery, of slavery in our minds, of... of, of uh, back into those old ways of thinking, those old uh, ways of doing things that never got us, you know, going around the mountain, around the mountain, around the mountain again and again and again. No, no, no. Now we have the power of the Holy Spirit, and He is leading us into glory. He is leading us into, into the plan and the purpose that He has for us because he can, He's already been there. He's already been to the end of our lives. He's already been to the end of of. of 50 years, 20 years, 10 years, next year, next week, tomorrow. He's been to the end of it all, and he's made it good. And now, as we're being led by the Holy Spirit, we're walking out the perfect purpose and plan that he has for our life. And so, it says, uh, And tongues that looked like fire appeared on them, distributing themselves, and a tongue rested on each one of them. And this was to empower them for the rest of their lives. This is the empowerment that we have. We have empowerment. We are being empowered. We are being led by the Holy Spirit, and He is leading us into all good things. There's no bad things happening in the kingdom of God. He's leading us into all good things. Now we're not reliant on our logic, on our mind, and those things are good. We have to have those, you know, logic and mind. We, we've been brought up in cultures and, and families and structures and education they help us in 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 communication in exchange of ideas they help us in 
and even um, you know fellowship with people in the world. Even they they can be communicators. They can be things that help us to 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 communicate with people. But now the Holy Spirit takes over our life. Now the Holy Spirit is leading us. Now the Holy Spirit is giving us the wisdom and the revelation way beyond what the world knows, so that we can. We can, uh, you know, speak into people's lives. We can give them words. We can prophesy over people. We can, we can speak into people's dreams and see dreams and hopes come alive again because the Holy Spirit working through us knows what that person beside you or knows that neighbor, what that neighbor needs or knows what that family member needs. And one word from him, one word from him can change a person's life, can set people in a different direction, can, can, can lead people into eternity. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the demonstration and power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what's happening on the day of Pentecost as the, as the, as the church is born. The church is born on this day. And even today, God is still calling the church, come on, come up, come up higher. Come up higher and see the things that I, that I have for you. Step into the things that I have for you. Be led by my spirit because I've got great expectations and great plans ahead for each and every one of you. He wants to pour into us so bad. He wants to pour into us. I mean, not so bad, so good. He wants to pour into us so good. <clears throat> and he wants to do good things in and through us. You know, he's waiting. He's waiting for us to step out. He's waiting for, for, for you to get excited when you lay hands on somebody and they recover. He's, he's waiting in expectation. He's, he's happy to see the things that you're doing, but he's encouraging you to step into more. He's encouraging you to, to, to go into those hospitals, into the byways, and share the love of Jesus with somebody, to rise up into who you're called to be, to step into the things and the plans of God, and to, and to excel, and to, 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 to excel into the things, to, to, to be propelled into your destiny because God's destiny is so much bigger, so greater than anything that we can plan for ourselves. He'll take you to places and he'll do things through you that you can, you can never imagine. We've witnessed that. We've seen it ourselves, that God has taken us around the world. You know, we, you can't do that. You know, you can't, of course, you can plan it out yourself and you can do it. But, but what he has is so much better. And so we see here that in verse 4, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with different tongues as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out. Wow. So in verse 2, we see that wind that comes and, and it fills them inwardly. Well, now we see that the Holy Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out. This is a, a, a different Greek word called uh, pletho, and it's a filled outwardly. So they were filled inwardly in verse 2, and now they're being filled outwardly in verse 4. And this is like an outward expression. This is what we need for ministry. This is the, the, the boldness that rises up within us. You see, later on in this chapter, we see Peter, who had denied Jesus three times, and suddenly he's filled. And what does he do? He gets up and he speaks boldly. He speaks boldly to a crowd of people, and 3,000 are added that day. This is the Holy Spirit's demonstration in our lives where, where he is ready to... to, to, to propel us into an area that we possibly would not go ourselves because the flesh is always, always fighting against the Spirit. He's always fighting against the Spirit. And that's why we have to overcome the flesh. We put the flesh down and we allow the Holy Spirit to rise up within us. He rises up within us and, and, and takes us to, to, 
to the place where he has for us to go to. And so, um, I love what John Wesley says, I set myself on fire and people come to watch me burn. And I believe that's, what, that's who we are. As the body of Christ, you know, we're compelled just to set us on fire, Lord, to set us on fire and watch people come and, and see you burn for him. It's, it's, it's the goodness and the glory of God within you that will draw and attract people to you. The Holy Spirit in you is ready and willing and able to, to, to be expressed from you and to draw people to you and to see what God is going to do through you. God has got amazing plans and amazing things and amazing purposes uh, to, to work and to flow through you. And it started on this day on the day of Pentecost, and it will not stop until Jesus comes back. And we are going to fulfill that destiny that God has for us. Each and every one of us are going to be filled. We're going to be flowing in the Word of God, and we're going to see the demonstrations of the goodness of God in our lives. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, it's like in my spirit, I heard somebody saying, hey, that sounds good, doing all that stuff for the Holy Spirit you know, all that outward stuff and laying hands, but you know, like I can't even get up out of bed in the morning. And the Lord wants to say to you this morning that he wants to give you an inward filling. He wants to fill you up today. See this empowerment that he has, the Holy Spirit, this is power to live life. He's your helper. He comes alongside you to help you get up in the morning and say, I can live this day. I can smile today. I can enjoy this day. See, he wants you to live life in abundance to the full till it overflows. And he doesn't just say, okay, do it. No, he says, I'm going to help you. He says, I'm here to help you. I'm here to empower you. I'm here to get you up out of bed this morning. I've already been ahead of you today and made it good. I want you to see, if that's you this morning, I want you to see the Lord before you every day. And it's like he's got his arms out and he's saying, come on, my child. I've made it good for you. I've already been to the end of this day and it's good. Let's do this day together. You don't have to have dread. You don't have to have fear. You don't have to have anxiety. This is the power of the Holy Spirit, not only to do signs, wonders, and miracles, but to live your life, to walk out your day-to-day -day life. So this is an empowerment for life. It's not just a one-time touch. You know what? He's going to fill you today, but he's not going to leave when you walk out the door. He's going home with you today. He's with you at night when you wake up in the middle of the night. He's with you, and he is with you. And when you don't know what to say and you don't know what to pray, that's when we just let him pray through you. And you let the Spirit of God rise up within you. And when thoughts are trying to bombard your mind, he's sorting that he's perfecting that which concerns me so this is an empowerment it's an inward feeling and when you get strong here when you know who you are when you're living your life when you can wake up in the morning you can do the day with the holy spirit you know what then your eyes aren't going to be only on yourself because he's got you sorted out <laughs> and he's going to start opening your eyes to those around you and he's going to start showing you, no, now I want you to love on this person. I want you to reach out to that person. If somebody's name comes up in conversation, you know what that means? Text them, call them, see how they're doing, check on them. It's an inward feeling, but it's an outward feeling. And he wants to just so flow through his body. This is an empowerment to live life. Amen. So we have to walk in this revelation. You know, the New Testament apostles walked in the knowledge 
that they were filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. And the body of Christ today, I mean, one of the things that we have to get, again, is a revelation of who we carry, of who lives inside of us. We have the power, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in us. He lives in us and he wants to move through us for you and through you. And you know, we're not trying to get this power today. You've got the power of the Holy Ghost. We got the power. I can't even sing today. Sorry. I need Tatum's help. We've got the power of the Holy Ghost. This is not something we're trying to get. You know what? When you receive Christ and then you receive that power of the Holy Spirit, you know what? He's not going to leave you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. You got him. You got him. And so now I want you to walk around with that knowledge. I am full of the power of the Holy Ghost. You know, in Acts 5 verse 12, it talks about what happened when these apostles got the revelation that they were sent ones, that they were going to walk out the plan. Let's look at this in Acts 5 12. At the hands of the apostles. And let me just tell you what that word apostles mean. It means sent ones. Sent ones. And how many of us remember that Jesus in the Bible told all of us in Mark 16, verse 15, he told us, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So I'm telling you today, you are a sent one. You are a sent one. You go home and preach the gospel. You go to Walmart and preach the gospel. You go to Twisters and preach the gospel. Hey, I'm going to go to Twisters after church. Yes, Lord. And you go into all the world and preach the gospel and share the love of Christ. And we are sent ones. And it says many signs and wonders were continually taking place among the people. And you know what? Many signs and wonders. The Holy Spirit is so hungry to move through his body today. He wants to move through us in signs, wonders, and miracles. And all we have to do is yield to him. And we have to believe that we carry his power. You know what? It's not us. It's Christ in us. It's the power of God in us. Verse 14 said, And more and more believers in the Lord, crowds of men and women were constantly being added to their number to such an extent that they even carried their sick out on the streets and put them on sleeping cots and pads so that when Peter came by, at least a shadow might fall on one of them with healing power. And the people from the towns in the vicinity of Jerusalem were coming together, bringing the sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all being healed. That's evidence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. You know what? Was it really Peter's shadow that was healing people? I believe it was the fire of God in Peter, the fire of God that was going out before him, the fire of God that goes out before us. In Psalm 97, it says, a fire goes before me and burns up all my enemies round about me and the hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. When you have a revelation that the Holy Spirit in you is the fire of God, is the power of God, you know what? We're going to start seeing signs, wonders, and miracles. We're going to start seeing those healing that the Lord wants to manifest not for our glory because people need help we all know people who need healing right now we all know people who need deliverance right now don't we so we have to walk in this anointing all of us the body of Christ the Holy Spirit's in us now let's let him walk and live his life through us it's Christ in us the hope of glory Colossians 127 hallelujah Thank you, Lord. In Romans um, 8, 
26 it says in a similar way the holy spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty to empower us in our weakness for example at times we don't even know how to pray you know how many people here have that issue sometimes you just don't know what to pray i mean you start off praying and after 30 seconds or a minute or two minutes or five minutes you're like i've run out of i've run out of ideas to say i've run out of english words to express what i need well, it says here the Holy Spirit then takes up within us. He takes up within us in our heavenly language and we're able to pray out the perfect will and the purposes of God for our lives. And so, and so that empowerment comes, the Holy Spirit, the empowerment comes for life as we've seen like in Pentecost. When it came, it's here and it doesn't go away. We've got to stir that thing up within us every day. We've got to stir it up. We heard this morning about the, the colds being stirred up. We gotta we gotta we gotta get into a place every morning and say, Lord, we're here. We're here, we're hungry, we're crying out for you, we're crying out for a move of God, Lord. Rise up within me, Lord. Give me the, the, the words to speak. Give me give me what you want to do today. Give me the plan for you to, to move through my life. And we come into that place with him. We come into that place of, of just stirring things up within us. If you have your, your heavenly language, let's just pray now just to stir that up as we start to, as we start to close. Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You are welcome here. You are welcome to move in our lives. You are welcome here. Have your way this morning. Have your way this morning. Have your way in us. We're hungry, Lord. We're hungry for a move of you, Lord. We're hungry, Lord, to, to, to see a demonstration of your goodness. We're hungry, Lord. We don't want to come to church week after week, year after year, you know, and not see anything change. We want to see you change. We want to see this, this town change. We want to see this state change. We want to see this country. We want to see this world change for you, Lord, that you have chosen us. You have chosen us, Father, to, to, to be your sons and daughters on this earth, and you have empowered us. Now show us how to walk in that. Show us how to be demonstrations uh, of, your, uh, of your manifestation. Show us how to live this life of empowerment. Show us, Lord, we need you. We need that Holy Spirit within us, empowering us, strengthening us, that dynamite power, the, the dunamis power to flow within us. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you're rising up within us. You're strengthening us. Oh, we give you praise and glory and honor. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that that you are the, the paraclete, the paracletos, that you are our attorney, that you, are, that you come beside us, that you come uh, you know, alongside us and you help us, you defend us, you're our defender, you're our counselor, you're our teacher, you're our friend. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. That, that word paracletos or paraclete uh, in Greek, that means the defender. He's our Holy Spirit. Well, in, in the Aramaic, it's parakleta, made up of two words. Parak means to, to end, to finish, or to save. And then the last word is lita, uh, which means the curse. So we see here the Holy Spirit comes to, to end the curse or to save us from the curse that was uh, uh, before, the, uh, you know, before the garden. 
when, when Adam and Eve fell, the curse that was put on this earth, he comes to save us from that. He comes to save us from sin. And not only save us from sin, but then elevates us to a place that we now become powerful, empowered sons and daughters of God who can flow and move with him, who can speak out the destiny that he has for each and every one of us, that we have, you know, words that we can speak over people and, and again, stir up that, 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 that gift within people. You see, you see, we're here this morning to, to, to spark something again, to, to reignite, to let the Holy Spirit flow. He wants to flow through us and to bring those hopes and those dreams alive in people's lives. He's here to fulfill your dreams. He's here to set you on fire, to set you on a course. Maybe that you haven't got into that, that, that direction yet, but He's here to empower you. He's here to set you free. He's here to encourage you. He's here to, to love on you. He's here because he loves you. He's here because he drew you first. He's here because he heard your cry. He's here because he saw you. He's here because he loves you. You see, the power of the Holy Spirit is love. And his love just breaks through in our hearts. It breaks through in your heart. And he wants to demonstrate his love. He wants to demonstrate that this morning. You know, some people may may not have received Jesus. They may not have invited Jesus into their hearts. And I'd like to give that opportunity this morning to people who would like just to make that decision to say, yeah, on this day of Pentecost, this day of fire, I want, I want to be in that. I want to be, be moving in that. Maybe my life isn't so hot right now, excuse the pun. But I want to I want to be part of the kingdom. I want to walk in that, in my destiny. Fulfill my destiny in you, Jesus. So let's close our eyes right now. And if there's somebody here that wants to receive Jesus, who wants to receive him into their heart, just slip up your hand right now and I can pray for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yeah, I see that hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's all just say this prayer together. Father God, I thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for me, took my sin, took my shame, and now I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. Set me on fire. Set me on my course. You will never leave me or forsake me. And you love me forever. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout. Come on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. If we could just all stand right now. I believe the Holy Spirit just wants to, he wants to pour out, you know, uh, pour out his, his goodness, pour out his grace. And we're just going to have, if you would like to come up for a prayer, we're just going to allow the Holy Spirit to pray this morning. And we're just going to touch each, each of you who comes up and release the fire. Release his goodness into you. 
to set you up for success. God's plan of success is to set you up rightly. So we just invite you to come forward right now. And if you haven't received your prayer language and you want to pray in the Holy Spirit, he's here to fill you this, that inward filling for that outward filling. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Those of you just continue to pray, just continue to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're just going to honor Holy Spirit this morning. It's going to be on honor Holy Spirit this morning right now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Tatum, I'm going to have the worship team come on up and, and play, if you guys will. Just let's honor the Lord here for the next few minutes. Just begin to honor the Lord for the next few minutes. Thank you, Lord. While they're ministering and praying for, for those, of, if you've not received it, we call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Some people have asked me, they're like, how do, you, how do you get through what you guys have gone through? And the truth is, is I pray in the Spirit. And when, this, when I pray in the Spirit, when I pray in the Holy Spirit, it's the perfect will of God. And it bypasses my mind. And it's my Spirit praying with God's Spirit, and it's God's perfect will. And His perfect will is for us to be healed. His perfect will is for us to be whole and for us to be able to walk in the things of God. So... Uh, I just want you to be able to receive that language if you have not this morning. Thank you, Lord God.